Blog Talk Radio. everyone. This is Marty Oak. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, there. I, everything just messed up there. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> yes, it did. And uh, but anyway, this is Marty Oakley. Y'all know who I am. Uh, with me is uh, Scape, but it looks like she fell down. She'll be back in a minute. And uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. We have been having so much trouble here lately with shows getting bounced and cut and audio mm-hmm. issues and everything. And I don't think that's an accident considering what we do, how long we've been doing it. Uh, we've been out here going on 14 years, uh, done 1,600-plus shows. And, of course, our, our biggest focus is guardianship, conservatorship abuse, and Kaz and I talk a lot about that with various people. Um, we do. Our guest tonight is just absolutely a, a, a phenomenal person. I uh, did a background check on everything he was telling me that he had done. This man has absolutely documented every step of Britney Spears' tragedy, and it is a tragedy. Um, our guest is Jordan Miller. And he runs a, a site, a website called Breathe Heavy. And it's, I looked at it. It's quite informative and uh, <laughs> wonderful setup on it. Uh, Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, before we get too far into and down this rabbit hole, I would like to kind of comment on what you mentioned about Brittany's story and it being a tragedy. Um, and while I do, I do agree in some sense that what has gone down in, in terms of this conservatorship and everything uh, surrounding it is very tragic. I would like to just start this conversation out with people viewing her through the lens of someone who is a very strong person and someone who's endured a really unique and um, isolating circumstance, but that she still is triumphant in the end um, because I do think that a lot of people kind of view Brittany as this victim and, and in many ways, that is that is true. However, I do I would like for um, you know this conversation for us to also remember that she is this larger than life pop titan who you know people yes. inter- internationally have grown up with her and she's inspired millions of people. And I just want to make sure that I mention that right out the gate, um, so people that remember that Britney Spears, yes, yeah, she's in this she's entangled in this legal trap essentially. Um, but that's not the only facet of her. Right. Well, the thing is, Jordan, with people who get caught in this, they're so traumatized. Mm-hmm. What happens? What happened to her when she went into probate and was a, appointed a court-appointed a court attorney, Mr. Ingram? Mm-hmm. We are quite familiar with him. 
Uh, what happens uh-huh. to her as a person is she loses what's called legal capacity, and that mm-hmm. means she loses the right to her own identity, which has got to be a staggering revelation for anyone. The second mm-hmm. thing she lost, but more importantly, the conservatorship is what's called legal agency, and that is the right to contract and make her own decisions. And mm-hmm. I can't think of anything more disempowering than being a, a grown person and standing mm-hmm. there and someone telling you that you can't handle your own business with absolutely mm-hmm. really no uh, no evidence that you're not able to. We all go through bad points in our life. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that someone should put a stranglehold on us and strip us oh, yeah. of everything that's of any importance to us. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted I, to I, let you know, Marcia Southwick has joined the show, and um, so she might chime in here too. But um, Jordan, tell me what first first cued you up that this needed to be looked at and documented and mm-hmm. reported. What was it? Well, well, so to comment on what you just said too is exactly why I've been documenting this um, for 13 years since day one. Wow. Um, because I, I also feel that this is a very unjust situation that has happened, and I can't imagine being in Brittany's shoes. Um, how, right. this, how this all started is in 2004 when I was 15 years old, uh, I was a sophomore in high school, and I launched a fan site, a Britney Spears fan site, which is Breathe Heavy. And I simply did that because I was, you know, a teenager and I wanted to, mm-hmm. for some reason, I felt compelled to make a website about Brittany. Um, that was, you know, pre-social mm-hmm. media, pre-YouTube, and a way for, you know, young people at that time to express themselves was through these kinds of fan sites. Um, and I wanted to own one and, and run one. So I created it in 2004. And then, obviously, you know, at that point, she was um, touring, and she had just met, you know, her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, and then she injured her knee only a few days after I opened my website, and so she quit the tour, then she got married, then she had children, and then she had this kind of seemingly public downward spiral, which led to this conservatorship. And so me documenting this conservatorship since day one is kind of a byproduct of me documenting everything about her since 2004. And the further okay. down this path, I get, and, and, you know, the further down this path I get, you know, writing about Brittany, uh, it, it, now it's like more important than ever to have information about her be very visible because this right. conservatorship, one of the recurring themes is this lack of transparency. And so that's right. why it's very important to have breathe heavy and have, you know, hun- literally hundreds of thousands, 500,000 people a month um, in February um, read Breathe Heavy. And it's important to me to have this platform for people to be able to connect with one another in part, a major part, because I want people to read about what's taking place um, before our very eyes on this megastar. Okay. All right, Jordan, you, you talked also about the fact that her father threatened to sue you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, essentially her father threatened to sue me. Her father is currently Brittany's conservator over the, over the estate, um, something she's adamantly against. 
And he threatened to sue me back in 2009, I believe, um, because, in my opinion, was because I was very outspoken against this conservatorship, which was put in place in 2008. So for a year, I was very much like, this doesn't make sense. She is someone who's capable of making music and touring, going on a tour and, you know, putting out an album and being a mother and doing all these things. How could she possibly be a, a, a candidate for this legal and, you know, and trap, <laughs> this conservative? Yeah. And so I was very outspoken against the conservatorship, right, basically right away. And I was a very, un, I was the unpopular opinion at that time. You know, I got a lot of pushback from fellow Britney fans and from people being like, you don't know her family, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And, and while that's true, and it's still true, there was something telling me, like my gut was telling me this just doesn't seem right. Um, and so her father at one point called me um, and essentially yelled at me and threatened to, he said he was going to destroy me. Um, and and at 19 years old, it was very scary because I didn't have the emotional capacity to really handle that very well. So I was very scared. Um, and then not too long after that call, I had her, her lawyers reach out to me and, and say I had to shut my website down within 24 hours. Um, which wow. Was terrifying, you know, because that's my, you know, it's my work and is my baby. Right. Heavy was very and is very important to me. And um, so from there, I, I played along because I didn't know what to do. And I, I wrote a letter to my readers just explaining, like, this is not my choice. I'm being forced to close. And then about two days after that, I was like, you know what? This, I can't just lay down. Um, and I opened my website back up and hired found a lawyer pro bono to represent me because I was like, I guess I'm going to have to fight <laughs> Jamie Spears in court, I guess. This is what wow. Um, and fortunately, they never followed up, um, and I'm hoping I'm not <laughs> poking the bear here, but they never <laughs> um, pursued anything, any legal action from there. Um, but it did put me on this, this path of having to kind of spend many years trying to mend a kind of working relationship with her team um, because I was still covering Brittany. Um, and so just so, and obviously so much has transpired since 2009 when this all went down. Um, but I was felt compelled ever since. I'm like, I have to write about this conservatorship and, and get my point of view across. Well, hi, Jordan. Hi, I Jordan. Know, uh, it's Marcia Southwick here. Sorry. Hi. It's okay. Go I ahead, I just Marcia. wanted to say hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jordan, I just wanted okay. to say hi. It's Marcia Southwick. Oh, hi. It's nice to connect with you on the phone finally. Yeah, yeah. finally. Uh, anyway, uh, just wanted to say hi. Oh, thank you. Okay. Bye. Sure. Yep. Jordan, one of the things you talk about also is who's making money off of this conservatorship and in what way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I found some court documents um, mm-hmm. About his dad, her dad wants to be paid mm-hmm. sixteen thousand a month for being the conservator. Holy Please, cow. that is such Sorry. an outrage! Yeah, <laughs> two thousand a month mm-hmm. for an office. I've got mm-hmm. one for fifty dollars a month, Jamie. You could call me and I'll tell you how to save some money. That's over <laughs> two hundred eighty-eight thousand from November of two thousand nineteen to February of two thousand twenty-one. Uh, mm-hmm. In addition to his fees as conservator. 
her dad is requesting the jurorless, and I don't know what that is, be paid another Mm -hmm. Then it says he wants to pay Vivian Thorin's firm Mm $893,751, even though Mm -hmm. her firm only rejoined the conservatorship team, uh, it says, five months ago in October 2020. So Mm -hmm. uh, he wants to pay two other law firms who may have been involved in charging Lou Taylor's personal legal fees to Brittany's estate in 2019. Um, Mm -hmm. It's uh, Smiley and Russ August and Kabat are asking to receive 175,541 and 364,000 holy crap Brittany's court wow. appointed attorney Sam Ingham who do we know Sam has also yeah. filed to be paid at least $378,333 from her estate but he claims he's been trying to reduce his fees I know he is mm-hmm. yeah Logan <laughs> he's hired to help Sam Ingham litigate Brittany's case why why would you have if you're an attorney why would you have to hire other attorneys to help you litigate a case has also Uh requested receive a payment 238,000 Brittany's conservator of the person in other words she's guardianized Jody Montgomery has requested 221,000 in fees for herself plus 65,465 for her attorney fees, too. She, she, this girl is a cash cow. She's a cash ATM. And they will yeah. let her up because everybody's milking the cow. And what's These really awful about it. Fees. Yeah, what's it, really awful about fees. it. Yeah. Go what's, ahead. what's so awful, Marty, what's so awful about it is that all sides of the case, they're trying to stop this in the ULC, the 2017 Adult Guardianship Act, but you know, lawyers, for if the guardian wants to defend their job, they can just hire an attorney and have the person they're defending themselves against uh, pay, which just seems wrong. It's kind of yeah. like you'd walk in, you'd get a lawyer, and then the person who's, uh, you know, you're the defendant or the plaintiff or whatever on the other side, you're paying both sides, you're paying everybody, and that's yep. just not right. Mm-hmm. No, it isn't. Because nobody no, it has isn't. a motive. Nobody has a motive to not be doing that if it's, if it's allowed, you know. She could mm-hmm. probably have a m- much less oh, yeah. contested guardianship if that weren't the case. I mean, how many people, how many guardians are going to fight for a position if they have to hire the attorney, you know, mm-hmm. their there own attorney? Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is every yeah. time there's a motion on the case, the probate judge, the hearing examiner, ministerial clerk, whatever this person is masquerading as, also gets a percentage of the value of the estate every time. And out there in California, that is 4 to 6%. They get paid Whoa. every time. That includes their wages. So everybody's got their fingers in the pie, and she happens to be the pie. Um, mm-hmm. Her attorney, I heard on the news that no one had filed to sever this conservatorship. Her attorney, mm-hmm. Mr. Ingham, that needed help litigating the case, so he hired some more attorneys. Yeah, makes sense Jeez. to me. Um, mm-hmm. Has never filed to extricate her from this guardianship, this conservatorship. And there's your proof in the pudding right there. He's making mm-hmm. too much money. He doesn't any more want this to end than anybody else does. As long as it keeps mm-hmm. going, it's money in the bank for him. This mm-hmm. Laura. Do you know, does yeah. she want out of the conservatorship? 
Well, so to for anyone who's listening, all those figures that you broke down, if you head over to breatheheavy.com after this um, after this airs, and you find a story where the title says "New Court Docs Break Down How Many Millions of Dollars Britney Spears Is Paying the Conservatorship." You'll be able to get a summary of all the figures that was, were just listed, all the, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that Brittany has semi-recently um, shelled out against her will, really. Oh, um, and, and one thing, to, sum, to summarize all of that, everything that we just said, what I want people to take away from that is that Brittany is funding a legal battle against herself. And right. Yeah, that is yeah. Big up. yeah. Is she it's, even it's allowed... Sick. I was reading an article, and they're like, um, well, if she wants to get out of the conservatorship, all she has to do is, you know, go to court and ask that. But is she even allowed to hire her own attorney? I mean, I'm mm. thinking not, so she can't even go to court and try and get out of it because she can't well, she, control her she, money. She tried. She, right, Jordan, you were really shocked by that, weren't you, Jordan, that she hired or tried to hire her own attorney, and they said, well, Brittany can't hire an attorney. She's incapacitated, remember? And that yeah, guy in the in the documentary. Mm-hmm. That's well, what I was talking about. The... Go ahead, Jordan. Sorry, I was gonna I was gonna say she. So there's a couple things with that. Yes, one, she tried to hire several attorneys in the at the dawn of the conservatorship. One of whom was ultimately um, they took a restraining order out against this lawyer, um, and which which is insane <laughs> because Brittany essentially mm-hmm. is leaked, these voicemails on the internet leaked. Um, quote-unquote leaked, um, of Brittany essentially pleading for help, asking this lawyer to represent her. She's fearful that her father will take her kids away eventually. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is in 2008, um, and eventually her, her worst nightmare will come true. Um, and when she did try to hire another attorney, the courts were like, you can't do that. You're incompetent. You're in a conservatorship. But one thing that's worth noting is that conservatees, meaning Brittany, do have the right, the legal right to hire their own representation, uh, whether they're, you know, in a conservatorship or not. And Brittany was denied that right, um, which is <laughs> just hugely problematic. Um, and her father essentially went um, under, like, out from under her and, and filed uh, this conservatorship behind her back. And did it in a, yeah. in a time frame that didn't allow her to put together any sort of plan to fight it, even though she did try right. in the eleventh hour. Um, so this is mm-hmm. this is from the start of this. This has been unjust, and it's never changed. It's just progressively gotten worse for her. Well, wow. like I say, what what happened to her here is a what's called a loss of legal agency and the right to contract. The, the right to enter into agreements, to marry, to vote, to do all of that. That's legal agency, and they took that away from her. Now, mm-hmm. they're not supposed to do that. Supposedly, that's mm-hmm. not supposed to happen, but it happens mm-hmm. all the time. And uh, she does have a right to her own attorney, but see, what happens is when she goes into that court, the judge will dismiss that attorney, fire, actually fires them on the spot, and appoints mm-hmm. a court-appointed which they did Ingham in this time, who runs very closely with the court, good friends there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets appointed it, and he starts siphoning off the estate immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. this, these amounts of money that they're asking for, Jordan, I cannot imagine what they could have possibly 
on their best day been doing that mm-hmm. would have accrued bills of that magnitude? Mm-hmm. And yeah. One thing here recently, I, I saw where she refused to perform. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to cheer for her because if you're so incapacitated that, and, you know, you're so dysfunctional that you can't manage your own affairs and you're under the thumb and grip of this conservatorship that's mm-hmm. controlling everything, for her to stand up and say, well, if I'm that bad off, I'm not performing, you know, mm-hmm. now where are you going to get your money? You know, it just yeah. – uh, go ahead. No, I, it's exactly right. She – decided to finally draw a line in the sand. I think for many years they, they would say, if you complete this album cycle and the tour, we'll take a serious look at dissolving this conservatorship. And so she, you know, two, three years would go by, she would fulfill her obligations, and then it would get extended. And, and you can see over the years, visibly, how she, she has years where she's seemingly on top, and then she has you know, eras and periods of time where she does not look like herself. And I think that she's right. has to kind of pull herself out of the fire to be like, okay, let me brush myself up. Let me brush myself off. Let me, you know, play this little game one more time. And I think eventually in, you know, 2018, 2019, she was just like, I, I've just, I cannot do this anymore. I've had enough. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it all came to a head and, you know, she's not performing then they're not accruing the revenue that they're they're accustomed right. to, and right. you know I'm I'm with you. I'm like go Brittany in that sense like, yeah you know, she doesn't have control of much but you can't physically force her body to be on stage either, right there you go um, um you know and, and when you look at all of this and I hope people are paying attention here. Because if they can do this to someone of, of Britney's caliber, this mm-hmm. one of Britney's income level, with the connections she, she could have if she wanted them or maybe does have, they can do that to anybody, and they do. Mm-hmm. But the only mm-hmm. time we yeah. really get any traction on these things is when it's somebody on her level that gets targeted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would... I think it's just very unfortunate. And now they are, they're making movies about this. They're doing documentaries and everything. What's your take on these documentaries that they're doing, Jordan? Well, it's, that's actually a really interesting question right now because of a post that Brittany made just yesterday from the time of us doing this um, chat together. And I, you're mentioning you're you're referencing the New York Times documentary framing Britney Spears, and I uh-huh. actually did not was, not was not featured in in this documentary. Um, however, the documentary painted Britney, in my opinion, in a very sympathetic light. Um, mm-hmm. But what's so interesting? But what's so interesting about this documentary now is that Britney, for the first time, just finally straight up mentioned it on Instagram. And she says that she didn't watch it. Um, she saw only, a, like, bits and pieces of it and that she feels embarrassed by the light that she was put in and that she actually cried oh. for several weeks. Um, and so with that information in mind, I, one, I feel like obviously that's extremely sad. No one wants to see Britney Spears cry. Yeah. She's been through a lot um, but there's, yeah. a, there's a whole other, um, there's a whole other underside to this where fans of Britney's 
are not convinced that she even wrote that Instagram caption. And so that kind of leads you down this rabbit hole of, you know, if, if Britney Spears is um, in this conservatorship, does she have any control over her Instagram? Is she the one posting this caption? Is she right. the one in control of what she's saying there? Or is this another concerted effort by the powers that be to shift the narrative and have everyone focus on what she had said about this documentary and feeling embarrassed by it? Um, which, mm-hmm. by the way, that, inf- that, that caption that I'm mentioning came out in the same, almost the same couple hours as these court documents that you had just broken down, listing out the amounts that all these lawyers were making. So there's this kind of conspiracy theory of, like, did this caption come out right then as a means to distract people from how much money the conservatorship is making? Or is this obviously Britney saying, using her voice, which is what everyone wants, and she's using her voice, and people are not believing it's her. And there's, like I mentioned, there's just this recurring theme of this lack of transparency with Britney. And it's so hard to know what to believe and who you can trust and what's being, what's authentic and real. Um, it's very dizzying. Uh, and, you know, I've covered this, like I mentioned, since day one. And it's, it's progressively gotten scarier and more confusing as, as time trickles on. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Jordan, wow. There is nothing these predators, and they are predators. Every one of those attorneys that lined up, those are predators. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a pack of wolves after you like that, the last thing you want to have is someone present you in a bad light. And I would imagine mm-hmm. she is super sensitive at this point, probably feels like she's being attacked from all directions. She's got no real mm-hmm. representation. I mean, my yeah. God, when your own father is targeting you for a luxurious lifestyle that he wants to live mm-hmm. and couldn't obtain on his own. Um, I'd say it's a pretty scary day. And mm-hmm. But as far as was this her, was this not her, <laughs> you have no idea the depths these predators, these vultures will sink to. To mm-hmm. keep their claws in, to keep that money rolling in, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, they won't say or do doesn't matter if it's mm-hmm. true, if it's not true, doesn't matter if they get caught, don't get caught, the damage is done. And mm-hmm. this is it and this is what they'll continue to do to her is they will continue to publicly damage her and say, See, this is why she needs us. Um, you know, yeah, see she's crying. She's, she's crying, that. right? Yeah. 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 Hey Jordan yeah. Jordan, mm-hmm. do you think her I uh, see I think her father would probably not have allowed her to see that show to see that documentary. I bet she didn't even see it or just saw parts. Yeah. Do you think that's possible? Um, well, she does mention in that caption, if we are to believe at face value that she wrote that caption, which I personally, yeah. I've been wrestling with all day today. I'm like, I'm not sure what to believe. I'd like to think she did write that. Um, yeah. And I do agree. I mean, she says in the caption, she didn't see it. Um, so yeah. there's, there's no, you know, if we're to believe that's her, then there's no wondering. She, and, and that does not surprise me in the least because yeah. some of her darkest moments are being displayed in this documentary. And mm-hmm. while it is very compelling, it's her life. <laughs> and nobody wants to see their darkest hour on the television for millions of people there to you go. see. And then, no. and then to feel, and, and what that does is that creates, while people are feel like they feel bad for her, but 
she has mm-hmm. stated in the past in other interviews, she does not want to be seen as a victim, which I think as right. a byproduct of the documentary painted her this way. And yeah. for someone who doesn't want to be seen as a victim, everyone's now seeing her as a victim. I can imagine that that's in some sense really upsetting. Um, yep. mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't blame her for not wanting, wanting to watch the, doc, the documentary, even though I think the documentary was overall a good thing and, and it got attention of millions of people who didn't have any idea that this was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But at the end of the day, she's a person and she's a human being. Yeah. And this notion of, you know, Brittany didn't write that. And, um, you know, she, you know, they're tricking us. I do agree that that, that could definitely be happening. I have no idea what to think at this yeah. point. But right. if, if Brittany is really writing this caption, for instance, and then for people to say she's not writing it, it's it's another issue. It's another layer of us, mm-hmm. like her voice being taken away from her, and right. that doesn't sit well with me. And so it's just, but it's hard to know what to believe, unfortunately. Right. Okay, um, Jordan. Jordan, you brought up a person named Lou Taylor who also threatened mm-hmm. to sue you. What was that about? <laughs> Yeah, so Lou Taylor, she's actually kind of gotten away um, unscathed for the most part, I feel like, in terms of this whole saga. Um, I'm surprised uh-huh. she wasn't actually mentioned in the documentary, but from what I met, from what I gather, um, she had threatened the New York Times um, prior to this coming out, and I'm not sure how that all shook down. But, yeah, she was Brittany's former business manager up until about a couple months ago. And it is oh. believed, yeah, it is believed allegedly, and she has close ties with um, Jamie Spears, Brittany's father. Uh-oh. And um, she threatened to sue me <laughs> because oh. <laughs> of a story, and this happened recently. This happened only like a handful of months ago. Um, I had written a story about Courtney Love, who made all these claims about Lou Taylor, um, in relationship to Brittany, and and essentially Courtney Love suggested that Lou Taylor tried to control her as well, tried to get control over Kurt, Co- Kurt Cobain's masters, and just do all kinds of manipulative evil shit to Courtney Love, uh-huh. according to Courtney Love. This is her word. So I wrote a story about this, as, as a reporter would, <laughs> um, and yeah. Lou Taylor's legal team reached out to me um, almost immediately and said I had 24 hours to remove that or amend the story, or essentially redact it, um, and, and and implement points that they wanted people to know, which I found extremely wow. interesting that they wanted to implement yeah. and insert um, their <laughs> facts. That was very, like, yeah. my ears definitely perked up, and I was like, wow. Okay, so I certainly did not remove the story. I was like, I will amend what they want, and uh, clarify that this is not my choice, that I'm being essentially um, bullied to do this because I don't want to go down a legal battle with her. I just – I don't have the energy to do that or the resources. Yeah. I just – spiritually, I don't want to do that. Um, and so I amended the story. I played along. I made a video about it. I explained that this is not my choice. This uh, is what she has to say. And one thing I found very interesting um, is that she says that she didn't have any kind of – um, ties to the conservatorship when it was, you know, initiated. And that she was brought on a year after the conservatorship was put in place. And because 
I only had 24 hours to kind of get my mind right and get everything together, I didn't do enough research. So when I posted this response um, that she kind of told me to post, I had a lot of people chime in and send me emails and messages and comments and just a flood of information. And some of that information mm-hmm. included video of her with Jamie Spears at the hospital that Brittany was um, committed at against her will. Um, so she was there on site at that point. So clearly she did have some type of yeah. interaction. She, she was there for it. It wasn't like she just was innocent and I don't know what y'all are talking about. And um, and so anyway, long story short, it is believed that she has um, essentially, allegedly, <laughs> stolen a lot. <laughs> I'm talking a lot of Britney's money. Um, wow. And she has, she has her own company called TriStar Entertainment. Um, and okay. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to poke the bear again, but um, you know she's definitely worth people um, looking into for sure. There's a lot of um, she tried to sue a fan, allegedly. <laughs> well, actually, it's not allegedly. She did try to sue a, a fan um, who made claims about her, and she allegedly used Britney's money to do this. Um, and Britney's fa- she asked she asked for a raise from Britney's father, I believe, last year in 2019. Mind you, Brittany didn't perform uh-huh. in 2019, um, and her father agreed. It was like hundreds of thousands of dollars extra for like oh really no reason. Yeah, so she's my um, god. Yeah, so she's another person who's a very harrowing fixture in all of this, and um, for me to be threatened by Mr. Spears at one point and be threatened by her at one point, it's like they're trying to silence and control a, a, essentially a force in the Brittany world yeah. that they don't own. And I refuse right. to be there a pawn of the earth. Um, yep. And so I resist. And I've used my experiences from the past to know when to pick my battles. Um, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm not going to be someone who surrenders because that is exactly what is going on in this, uh, this ongoing case is that people are just being forced to be silent and look the right. other way. And I'm just someone who is very visible about my stance with everything. There you go. You know, some years wow. back, and there was well, just last year, they finally nailed this ever, uh, this Rebecca Furley down in Florida. On my mm-hmm. website, we outed her more than 10 years ago. And she she ran for 10 years doing this kind of stuff, only she liked to take people and give them a DNR and then keep their ashes on a lit- lighted shelf in her office so she could view them like most serial killers like to keep trophies. But anyway... Um, wow. Her law firm, yeah, one of her law firms, Nardella Law Firm, <laughs> sent me an email, and it pre- was prefaced with uh, service by email is legal service and blah, blah, blah. I thought, uh-oh. And it said in there um, that she had been defamed and slammed her and, you know, blah, 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 and to take the articles down immediately. They're still up mm-hmm. there, by the way. And <laughs> I said no. And mm-hmm. they wrote me back yeah. and said, do you know that you can be sued and this, that, and something else? And they listed out all these things that supposedly against the author of that article, that, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of person she was supposed to be. My response was, you just defamed her. You presented mm-hmm. all of this with no evidence, and um, mm-hmm. you've threatened her and me, and I'm not taking mm-hmm. the articles down. And uh, But this is a common thing to threaten suit. Do you know that that's actually – a crime 
to threaten suit mm. and not follow through with it. Uh, thank mm. goodness they don't. But there again, they'd be using Brittany's money uh, yeah. and charging the mm-hmm. estate for her suing you. You know, mm-hmm. and boy, mm-hmm. I swear these vultures are everywhere. They're just everywhere. Um, yeah, I just. It's, it's sorry, I was gonna say it's very. No, it's ahead. such a. It's such a foreign concept to me to want to do this because I, not yeah. to not to like go on a tangent here, but I personally try to live my life as drama free and just as, as, as yeah, just as light mm-hmm. as possible. And so to want to pursue these kinds of endeavors sounds so draining and exhausting to me that I just can't imagine doing this and living a life where you just want to suck people's blood, basically. Um, yeah. It's just so and that, weird. Yeah, well, and, and you know, I've known for some time now that these, yeah, that these are different from the rest of us. I've, I've been, just not mm-hmm. to get off the tracks here, but I've been looking at a lot of stuff from the science community that they – think that there is two and possibly three different species of human being running right now and you know that explains this situation to me because there's a lot of these people that obviously have no empathy no sympathy no morals no integrity no character they lack all the normal emotions the rest of us Mm -hmm. have they -hmm. don't experience them so for these people um, even her father to prey on his own daughter. And mm-hmm. I can guarantee, as long as this has gone on, and considering this is his daughter, this man is mm-hmm. absolutely absent of anything. I mean, would you want to have him as a parent? I don't think so. Um, yeah, but there's too I many mean, so of these people. With yeah, that, go ahead. it's like I I think that in terms of like kind of what you're describing and and these people lacking empathy and all that. These kinds of emotions are, you have to, like, for me and me saying I want to be a kind person and I, I want to live as drama-free as possible, these emotions, I have to harness. I have to work at it. It's not just handed to me and just, mm-hmm. like, and, and same for anyone. And so it's, like, the people who are, like, vultures who are trying just to, like, have money and power and are just is trying to fill this insatiable appetite for all of that, that they'll never end up being satisfied um, it's like, I just wish that there was a way to inspire these people to have some kind of shift in their, their mindset and show them that they can live a life that's way less stressful. And yes, money is, yeah. money is amazing. I get it. You know, power is awesome, yeah. but you have to, have, you have to be responsible with it. You know, you can't just well, steal it <laughs> because then you yeah. don't know how to harness it. You, these people think your feelings about that, about, you know, there's um, better ways to do this, you know, without being such a, that mm-hmm. never occurs to them. To them, that is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why should they be like that mm-hmm. when they can be this vulture and take what they yeah. want? And mm-hmm. uh, they don't, and they, they, they have no it. desire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they mm-hmm. enjoy and, the and harm they that, inflict. Mm-hmm. That, I think, hey, was, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> what happened to what happened to Andrew Wallet? Um, so Andrew Wallet, for those who are listening or who aren't sure who that is, he was Brittany's um co conservator over I believe the estate. I don't believe he was conservator over Brittany the person. Um right. nonetheless he was a co conservator over her money. And he was he remained in power for many, many years up until about I would say two years ago, and then he requested a raise which he received, 
Um, he once called the conservatorship a hybrid business model, which is insane if you think about it. Oh, and, and Ingram, before. Ingram, Ingram's in on that one too. He, I, I came across a conference where he and another attorney that you all know about. And others were talking about a business hybrid using conservatorship, and I just couldn't even believe mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah. So um, he was a co-conservator, and he requested a raise. He received it, and then he mysteriously resigned and say, and told the judge that huh. if, if the judge didn't sign off on him resigning, um, it would have a very serious and detrimental impact on Brittany, whatever that means. Um, wow. And the, wow. And the judge, yeah, the judge agreed, and he was out, which was a huge red flag. I mean, obviously, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, and right. it's still relatively unclear why he had this abrupt exit, especially after requesting a raise and then just a few weeks later resigning. Um, but people are yeah. under the impression that he could see the, the ship sinking and perhaps right. there's going to be corruption revealed. Um, and so he, he got out. Um, he wasn't, he wow. certainly wasn't doing it out of the kindness of his heart, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And yeah, so he, he is no, and he actually, I believe, tried to um, join again in the last year, join um, Jamie Spears' side as a co-conservator again, and he was denied, fortunately. Um, yeah. It's just one thing I want to mention with him is that he's a, like essentially a complete stranger to Brittany, and yet he had immense power over her life. Yeah. Which is ludicrous, obviously. Yeah. Uh, did well, you, people don't did understand. You ever... Go ahead. Go ahead, Cuz. Oh, I was just going to say, I am just, I'm just listening to this in awe. And Jordan, did you ever think when you started this website, what, what, Pandora's box you were going to open up like the conservatorship and I mean this is just you were a mm-hmm. fan and this is just so mm-hmm. crazy yeah I mean of course obviously like hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know when I started it it was just this pure innocent intention of just being like Brittany's a badass she's like this awesome pop star I love I just want to make a website and you know at, at that point she was she was touring and like that was during the time where she did a toxic music video that everyone knows about. And so it was just a totally different time. And of course, one thing I want to mention with like kind of looking back on, on things and looking back on Brittany is that when I started breathe heavy, I view Brittany as this like larger than life pop star. And, and, and many ways I still do, but now with this conservatorship and really kind of fighting in some sense for her autonomy and to fight for her to regain independence, I view her totally different, and I view her through – I view her, which sounds corny, but I, I really do see her as, like, a human being at this point, like, not this, like, yes. Britney Spears of a brand. It's, like, Britney is, like, this woman who – yes, she's inspired millions of people, but there's, like, this crazy unjust, unjust situation taking place in front of all of us, and I'm, like, yeah. I, I feel compelled to help and see it through, and there are plenty right. of times – um, where I feel like maybe I'm making things worse. Maybe I'm, you know, bringing more attention to this situation that she just wants all this shit to go away. And I have a literal community who, that's designed to, in part, discuss the Free Britney movement and discuss the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm part of the problem, too. Um, and no. so, you know, that hasn't, 
Well, it, it, it I is. Don't, it I don't. I don't see you that way. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I see you. I you see have, you as a you hero. Have a yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm, you have, you have you have sparked a national movement that has exposed oh. this insidiously filthy business. And mm-hmm. with someone who is well loved in the public, um, mm-hmm. and you have brought this up and out, and put it in everybody's face and said you're you're a fan. Look what they're doing. Look mm-hmm. what they're doing to this woman. And we've mm-hmm. seldom had this much coverage of what mm-hmm. this system mm-hmm. is really about. So I mm-hmm. do thank you for that. And please oh. don't feel like you, know, you have really really done us all a great favor by pushing this out in front and exposing all this. And then the length of time you've been involved in this, Jordan, um, mm-hmm. is just absolutely, uh, it's the linchpin because you're not coming out of left field and deciding, well, I'll just hook onto this and see if I can't raise some hell. Mm-hmm. You've been in this for all these years and mm-hmm. documenting and, and keeping track of and been in peril a couple of times yourself and you stuck with it. <laughs> It's the last thing yeah. they want you to do. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, But like I say, as far as this attempt to try and expose all of this and make people look at the reality of what this is, because before this, Jordan, honestly, if you brought up guardianship, conservatorship, people say, well, you must have done something wrong or they wouldn't have done that to you. Well, I never heard of mm-hmm. such a thing. Well, what did you do that they did that? Uh, and it was always mm-hmm. like, you know, you're weenie wipes and uh, you did something wrong and got smacked, and, and now you're upset. But see, this made them see the reality of it. This made them see, mm. and this coupled with that movie from Netflix of I Really Care or whatever the name of that thing is, it just blew yeah, this thing up. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just blew this thing up because that was a fictionalized movie, but yours is an actual life event that mm. they can look at. This is someone they know. Mm-hmm. And like I say, mm-hmm. the length of time you've been involved in this pretty much posts out the door that, you know, well, he's just doing it, trying to be, you know, somebody. You've been doing this too long, you know, uh, for this to be. <laughs> well, yeah. Jordan, how long did it take people? I noticed that when I first got on there, I think somebody from your team called NASGA and asked us to get on there. So I got on there and I was posting a lot on Breathe Heavy. That's how we met. But anyway, so uh, – uh, mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot of people, even then, that was about, I guess I started that two years ago or something, but a lot of people didn't really understand conservatorship. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't mm-hmm. quite understand how, they couldn't believe that the that mm-hmm. somebody's rights could be that restricted. Did mm-hmm. you find yep. that it took a long, people to, a, a long time for people to really let that sink in? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for all those kind words I, from all of you. I really appreciate that because it is a little insecurity of mine um, that I'm, you know, potentially causing some harm. Um, no. So I appreciate you saying what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, no way. And in, ter- mm-hmm. in terms of – yes, to answer your question, yes. It did take a really long time um, for me to con- – Basically, I would tell people during throughout these last 13 years, I would describe, especially in the first decade of all of this, really, um, I would describe what is going on. And everyone's reaction 
including my own families for many, many years was like, this doesn't make any sense. How could this, like, that yep. doesn't make sense, Jordan. How, how could that be? Right. That, like the court system is not going to do that. And um, I was met with yeah. that basically across the board forever. Um, minus the, minus people who would, re, who would read my website. I mean, people who were reading Breathe Heavy, we're on the same page. Like, we're all, like, we get it. Um, yeah. And I, I started writing Free Britney um, in June, or I'm sorry, in January of 2009. So a year after the conservatorship was put in place, I was, like, writing Free Britney all the time on all my posts and just signing off with all that because I was like, this is, like, crazy. And it did take – it really took up until, like, probably two years ago for, I think, to be like, wait, what is Brittany in? And, like, what is happening to her? And now – Yeah, yeah. Too. Like, everyone knows about this. And I yeah. really do – Thanks to you. I know – Yeah, you did <laughs> yeah. that. You well, did that. It, it, it's awesome. You know, well, it, <laughs> Thank you. I do. I do yes. think it, it was there is a team effort. I mean, it really takes people like you guys as well, and Britney's fans, and the things like the documentary and and forth, forthcoming documentaries in the future. It it definitely is like a collective effort to everyone join forces to be like, look at what is happening. And I do feel so grateful and appreciative that I had the the the, the instinct being 19 years old to run with my gut and yep, face yes. adversity. And I'm just very grateful that I, I ran with it and that I didn't cower yes. away from it because I got a lot right. of pushback. From people. I was like, this is not right. Um, and so I, I'm very grateful that I could be a part of this um, from the start. Well, you know what's amazing about your site? This site is really great. I mean, it's got this cool, yeah. dark, uh, you know, <laughs> interface and it's, and there are so many different threads going on. So it's not just about this. It's about all parts of her life, all kinds mm-hmm. of things, other musicians too, who love yep. her or whatever. And it, it, what it did for me was, you know, I knew about her case, but it didn't really, you know, she's not my era, but I've looked mm-hmm. at some of her performances, you know, I, mm-hmm. after, you know, thinking about this and, and she truly is incredible what a performer yeah. oh yeah i mean no, I'm very, uh, go on no go on <laughs> oh oh i was just gonna say she's an incredible performer and the people on your site and there are tons of them like five hundred thousand or whatever and they're, they all truly love her they yeah. it's more than madonna it's more than uh, you know anybody like that I can think of that has been a, a you know had a real fan base, especially as a woman. People really love her, partly because of mm-hmm. her frailties, part, partly because of the things that she has had to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, uh, she's very she's very polarizing, um, and she always has. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always wanted to know about her since day one. And, I mean, that is why I started a website about her way back when, because I was like, people like there's people want to know about Britney. I want to be able to promote Britney. Um, right. And so, yeah, I've always had this kind of, like, je ne sais quoi about her, um, this, like, X factor. And, so, yeah, yeah. It, it is pretty wild to see the, the volume of people that come to Breed Heavy every single day. And, it's amazing. And, yeah, it's honestly – just to, like, give a quick little rundown, Breed Heavy, like, 
their forum that you see when you go to Breathe Heavy Now, that has existed for like 15 years, but the homepage for many years, up until about a year and a half ago, was mm-hmm. all posts that I would write. It was like you would go to Breathe Heavy, and the first thing you would see was my stories, and then secondary was the forum. But about a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, I was like, I'm burnt out. I don't want to write anymore, at least about like you know, these formal <laughs> news stories. I'm, like, yeah. I'm just, I need a change of pace. And so I switched Breathe Heavy to be a, this community platform. And right. that's when things like just exploded. And my yep. traffic from year to year grew by 100% from last year and just so much more traffic and, you know, not to like um, bring this back up again, like one of my insecurities, but I do, I do also struggle with this notion of like, I, a lot of people are coming to read about breathe heavy and there's this whole theme of um, people stealing, you know, her money and, 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 and money plays a big role in all this and breathe heavy, as you can see, if you visit has ads on it. And so I've, I've, I struggled with that concept of, like, I'm also in some way profiting off of the Free Britney movement, and it, it just doesn't feel right to me. And so in the, in, in the last few months, I actually, land, fortunately, and so excited for this, I landed a job with the software company that Breed Heavy uses, <laughs> and I work for them Oh, now. that's oh, fantastic. Wow. Hey, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Well, you know something, Jordan. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Sorry, go ahead Marcia. Are, are you in are ahead, you in uh, Las Vegas now? Yes, I'm in. I grew up in Vegas actually, which is very wild considering she had like a residency here, um, and she you know yeah. she loves Vegas. Um, but yeah, I'm from here. I and I live currently in Vegas. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah, Jordan, but, you just but, you talk about those ads on your your site. Don't mm-hmm. ever. I, I, <laughs> you know, it's just like everybody that's on the phone with you here now. I've been doing these radio shows going on 14 years. And mm-hmm. for some reason, 99.9% of the people out there think I ought to do this for free. And I pretty much mm-hmm. do. Um, <laughs> I have people argue with me on the phone. Oh, you're just mm-hmm. in this for the money. Yeah, I made 50 bucks last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, How much right. did you get paid? And, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just in this for the money. Well, I'm waiting for it to mm-hmm. get here. There's a big semi out there with my name on it. It's full of cash. You see it directed to my house. We need it. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> and, yeah, and I always get these comments, Jordan, from people, as I've said many times, who would not raise their hand without getting paid. And mm. yet I'm expected to do 10 hours of radio a, she- a week free, pay for the airtime mm-hmm. myself, um, listen to them on the phone for two or three hours at a time, run down documents, mm-hmm. do the research, find the laws, talk to the attorneys, talk to the senator, to the representative, and but don't you ask for any help doing this because then we know you're in it for the money. You, mm-hmm. If you can make money off of ads on your site to help you out, you do it. Because <laughs> you're all devoting all your crazy. time to this. You're devoting yes. all of your time and, to this. You're, this is a mission you're on, and it needs support. You really need that support, and you should have that support. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that because it's true. I do get people, um, and honestly, it's not the majority. It's like a, it's, it's the minority, really, uh-huh. but the mi- minority are usually the loudest. Um, and, yeah, so it's been, it's been kind of a concept of, like, making money and just feeling uncomfortable about it. And I mentioned it because I mentioned the whole, like me working with the, um, 
software company that Breathe Heavy uses because it's really mm-hmm. been a huge, great change because I don't rely fully on Breathe Heavy for my livelihood anymore. Um, right. And that, and that right. I, I didn't, I didn't anticipate how much happier I would feel because of that. Um, so yes. it's, it's been a great change for sure. Yeah. Well, great. That's great. Well, George, we're down to about three minutes here. I want to thank you for taking time to come on with us. This has been just tremendous. You're a great personality, uh-huh. and I commend you on what you're doing. Uh, if we can, if you need airtime again in the future, please let us know. I'll throw everybody uh-huh. off and get you on. <laughs> um, Marcia, <laughs> uh, thank you, Marcia, for chiming in tonight. Cause are sure. you making keys or were you just listening in? I was doing both. <laughs> in the oven and I'm listening. Every once in a while I'd put it on mute so you wouldn't hear timers going off. But yeah. Jordan, <laughs> she owns a bakery and she's baking constantly. Uh-oh. And she tells us mm-hmm. she torments us with what she's making and then she sends us pictures of it and we all get fat just looking at the pictures. But we never get any of the product. <laughs> and there's something wrong with this. There is just That's something awesome. wrong with this. <laughs> but anyway, well, like I say, I want to go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say thank. Just I want to ret- return the compliment and say thank you for reaching out and having me on your show and being able to talk about this very important subject. And I just want to thank everyone who's listening. Um, you know, your support of just your attention—it's it, a big deal. Um, so thank you to everyone involved, and I'm looking forward. I, w- I want to finish with this. I want to say this. While this situation is very up in the air and unsettling, I personally feel optimistic about the future, and I do feel like this house of cards will eventually topple. They cannot keep doing mm-hmm. this forever, and I'd like to have everyone try to keep as much of an optimistic view about the situation because I think ultimately that will help Brittany the most. Okay. That's a great All right. point. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Cool. Again, Jordan, thank you. Marsha, thank you for calling thank in. And by the way, it was Marsha who, who coordinated this interview tonight. I wish yeah. I could say I was that well connected, but I'm not. And <laughs> thanks, Marissa. And if oh, I reached out great. first, he just I'm just so glad you got on here. Yeah, I'm so glad you're on here, Jordan, because yeah, it's really, really wonderful you that you came. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And because it's bake on, girlfriend. And um, <laughs> we will talk to you again. Everybody, thank you. Cos, did you have anything you wanted Good to say? Good night, everybody. You know, my one thing that I was thinking on this whole time is, Jordan, I don't know if you realize how much of a voice you are for the elderly and disabled that are in the majority of the abusive guardianship. And by Mm -hmm. what you're doing, you have no idea the spotlight that you're shining on so many people. And I just think that you have a purpose in all this. You had a divine appointment. You went with your gut because this might be bigger than you, and you're going to do something so amazing. And it was just such an honor to talk with you tonight. Oh, yep. that was, yes, it wow. was. Oh, yeah. That yep. was very, all right, Jordan, very we're down to okay. the last 30 seconds. I want to thank you again. Right. This has been just amazing. We will have you back. I'll run you down if I have to. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, this is, oh, goodness, this has been such a show. And we will talk Great. again soon.
Everybody have a good evening, and thank you, and good night, everyone. Good night. Love you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Love you. All right. Bye-bye.